This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome, everybody. I always wanted to give a drasha in Moses Montefiore's shul. Actually, on our first trip to uh, England four years ago, we went to the shul of uh, Rabbi David Nieto. And in Rabbi David Nieto's shul, there's a seat which was reserved for Montefiore. In, uh, when he used to daven there, he used to sit in that particular shul. Among Montefiore's many accomplishments is he really built up uh, Eretz Yisrael, and specifically Yushalayim. The first settlement outside of the old city of Yushalayim was Mishkanas Hashananim, which was built by Moses Montefiore. Uh, in the olden days, as we mentioned, if you looked out of the peephole of the old city of Yushalayim, all you could see is sand dunes, you could see... Um, some Arab nomads, but there was no civilized life outside of the old city of Shalayim. And he, um, under the direction and encouragement of Shmuel Salant, really helped build up the old city of Yushalayim. He helped Jews with their livelihood. That, that windmill that you see was built by Montefiore to give Jews Parnassah. It actually was not a very great success. The parts were very specific, and as soon as one part broke, they really had no way of replacing it. Now, um, Kever Rachel, you know the iconic pictures of Kever Rachel with the white dome that was built by Sir Moses Montefiore. It looks exactly like his personal um, grave. And uh, so many of the sites in Yushalayim are the responsibility of Moses Montefiore. And now we're in the Beis HaKnesses. We know the Gemara tells us in Masech Tabrachais that um, they told Rabbi Yochanan they're old people in Babel. So Yochanan said, it's impossible. How could there be old people in Babel? It says, You could only live long in Eretz Yisrael. So how could there be old people in Babylon? So they said, well, the people in Babylon, they come early to shul and they stay late. That's why they live long. But the question is, the marshal asks, but they're still, they're not, they're in Babylon. They're not in Israel. You could only live long in Israel. And the marshal explains, the air in a shul is the air of Eretz Yisrael. The air of a shul has a viro da'ara. When you're in a Beis HaKnesses, it's like you're breathing in the air of Eretz Yisrael. So the same way when you're in Israel, the air makes you wise. When you spend extra time in the Beis HaKnesses, that air is invigorating spiritual air, and it elevates you spiritually. It increases your spiritual intelligence. So, standing in this holy spot, the Beis HaKnesses of Sir Moses Montefiore, someone who is such an oye of Eretz Yisrael, I would like to explain uh, the connection of Montefiore to Arsil. You know, here, here's a man, he's born in Italy, he's an Englishman, and he, he risked his life seven times to come to Arsil. So why did he love the land of Israel so much? So where's Yaakov? Yaakov sent me a really great story um, that I looked up in the Sefer, Chazoin Tzioin, and it talks about when Montefiore met Rav Hillel Mishkalov, who was the founder of the Ashkenazic uh, community in Eretz Yisrael, was the first Av Bezdin of the Prushim in Yushalayim. And it brings that one time one of Montefiore's relatives uh, came to visit him, Leonard Montefiore, and he says, Moses, you know, what's up with your connection to Israel? Why are you so into Israel? Like, all you're focused on is the land of Israel. Why do you love Israel so much? And he says, let me explain something to you. It was one sat- fine Saturday night, and me and Judith just made Havdalah. By the way, his relationship with his wife was very unusual. 
he had a very close relationship with his wife. He never had children, but they would go on vacation and Montefiore would read from the Bible to Judith. This was the kind of relationship they had. And they were singing songs about Elijah the prophet, Eliyahu Anavi, as we do Matzai Shabbos. And uh, Montefiore commented to Judith, you know, hey Judith, wouldn't it be spiritually elevating if we could go to Israel and walk through the mountain that Elijah the prophet walked through, Ahara Carmel, and see the sites that Eliyahu is associated with, and he promised Judith he would take her to Israel. That night he went to sleep, and he had a dream. And in the dream, a man with a flowing white beard appeared to him, in the guise, as the guise of Eliyahu Anavi. And he said the following two words, V'koyne hakoil, God owns everything. And he pointed toward Jerusalem. And he woke up. And he went back to sleep. And the man with the flowing white beard appeared to him again, again saying the words, V'koyne hakoil, pointed toward Jerusalem. And again he goes to sleep and he wakes up. He has another dream. And again, Elio Anovi, go to Jerusalem, V'koyne hakoil. And on Sir Moses Montefiore's personal signet ring, it had engraved on it the words, V'koyne hakoil. And that's quite moving. Someone of his caliber of wealth, his motto was, it ain't his, it doesn't belong to him. V'koyne hakoil. He's just the uh, gizbar, the apotropis. He's just the guard for the wealth that God gave him to give out to the Jewish people. So this was the source of his uh, connection to the land of Israel. So he had actual divine revelations of Eliyahu Navi, and uh, many people have dreams in life, but he capitalized on his dreams, he risked his life to go to Eretz Yisrael, and many of the Jewish institutions in Yerushalayim today owe a great uh, debt of gratitude to Sir Moses Montefiore. So we're going to dive in Mincha over here. As we know, um, one should spend extra carefulness in the in the tefillah of mincha. Sheeliyahu hanavi loinena ela betchilas hamincha shenemar aneni Hashem aneni. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.